Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q-Bar, Q-Club, Little Q and She-Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. It's Britney, bitches. Ow. <laughs> I mean, ow. This was, this was inevitable, really. The way things have been going the last few weeks. We had Kylie, we had Gaga. I mean, this was in the stars, really, wasn't it? We were going to do Britney. Well, I mean, I think, you know, at one point, at one point we'll run out of divas, but I don't think that's possible, really. Oh, no. When we start doing Alexandra Burke's special, <laughs> it's it time to end the podcast. <laughs> it's the Louise Redknapp special! <laughs> Hopefully Drag Race will be back before we start really scraping the barrel. No offence to those divas. Um, uh, well, I, I, I watched the first episode, actually, of um, when I tried to watch the first episode of um, The Dutch Drag Race, and um, I just think my streaming was quite bad, because it just, it just kept stopping and starting, and I was like, and plus, like, you know, you, when like you want to... on Zoom. That you on Zoom, base, it's, it's like when you want to go and do something, and normally you would listen to it, do you know what I mean, at the same time, but you, you have to, you obviously have to read the words, otherwise they're just going, flirt and flirt, and you're like, what the fuck are they, what the fuck are they saying? Oh my god, chicken, I so agree with you, like, it's not till I watch Drag Race Holland that I realise how much I don't look at the screen when I'm doing yeah, stuff, exactly. because I'll be watching and then for ten minutes I realise I've not actually seen a single thing that's gone on and I can go back, and then they're like, I'm laughing, laughing, but I think it's, I think it's well that they, because um, obviously they interject with English, like, quite a lot. So um, it's because like a lot of European countries, they all speak English. I mean, so really they could have done it in English, but a bit selfish, I think. But um, I think, um, yes. yeah. Send them all home. Sashay away. <laughs> Sashay away, everyone. Everybody. <laughs> but I just think it's uh, because, like as I said, in Europe, they, um, they are all pretty much bilingual with English as well that they um, that they slip into because there's something I don't think their sexuality like... has anything to do with it Sam I don't know why you're bringing that into it lingual darling lingual oh, sorry it's lingual silly me Connie, they're Connie lingual <laughs> Connie lingual that's a good drag name has anyone done that <laughs> yeah that'd be amazing I think it'd have to be Chinese though wouldn't you uh, well best not to do that then that's dangerous territory um, <laughs> it is. We can't have that sort of cultural appropriation on this show. No, not in 2020. Maybe last year it would have been fine. Yeah, hashtag times up and all that sort of shit. <laughs> but um, speaking of that, I know a few of you guys have been asking if we're going to do any recaps of Drag Race Holland. Um, but we are not doing our own because, as you can see, we struggle to read. But we are <laughs> we are appearing on Sissy That Pod, another Drag Race podcast, who are recapping it because they are literate. Um, so we're going to be recording that tomorrow. I think it comes out some point next week, but we'll have the details for you on our Instagram, which is at United Queendom Podcast. And, um, yeah, you can hear us be guests. Reading for us is not fundamental. It's not fun and it's not demental. It's mental. <laughs> <laughs> it's more demented, shunned and demented. <laughs> uh, but speaking of demented, we are of course speaking about Britney. And unlike our previous specials with Gaga and Britney, uh, Gaga and Kylie, they have new music out. Britney does not have new music out, but she is still very much in the news at the moment because of this ongoing court case for her conservatorship. Am I saying mm. that right? Conservatorship, yes. Conservatorship. Nothing to do with our government. 
No, <laughs> she voted conservatorship. Um, <laughs> that was conventional. <laughs> <laughs> but um, just as of today or yesterday, her attorney has said in court that she has as much agency as a coma patient. What? Now, did you read this? This is no. what this, this I is saw what the picture of her in her dress down gear, but that's the only thing I didn't read the court case stuff. What was the, what? Okay, okay, explain it for us and for me. Well, I have to admit, this year so many of my friends have come up to me and said, what do you think of this whole Free Britney thing? And usually anything Britney related, it's guaranteed I'll be into it. But I haven't really been going down, because you know there's a lot of like forums online, a lot of um, yeah. kind of, what do you call it? Um, conspiracy theories, yeah, um, yeah. All of this. And I've kind of thought, do you know what, I feel... I don't know a lot about it, but I feel like Britney's dad, I don't think he is this big villain who's trying to take all her money and take all her rights mm. away. I feel like they do have her best interests at heart, but mm. I could be wrong, because I don't know. But that's making it sound like she doesn't have her own best interests at heart, though. I don't think she's, um, she's still her kid. She's not off the rails anymore. I think um, she should have the right to do whatever she wants, but I don't, I don't really know what it means. I mean, I remember, I remember when she first obviously had all her issues, and then... Um, I think I saw her live at the Onyx thingy hotel, and she just looked like... Oh, I wish I was at that tour. Well, she, just, she just looked like an automaton. She was being wheeled around, because like, you know how obviously in hotel, Onyx Hotel, yeah, but you know how they have like uh, those bag transporters things? She was on those, it was spinning <laughs> no, her around. She just <laughs> Are you getting it mixed up with another tour? Because that was Britney's peak, Onyx Hotel. Oh, was it? I can't remember. But Are you thinking point... of the circus tour possibly i saw i saw all of them and i have to say but like she she does for a good few of them she did come across as a bit of an automaton yeah because we honest. saw her at brighton pride was it two years ago and we yeah. had front row seats and she was um, mm. she was there but was she there that's the thing no she but, was there in body but i think i think they swapped her brain with a britney bot many many moons ago <laughs> top or bot um <laughs> She actually, I think, Sam, you might not realise, because I didn't real, really realise this, because we don't have anything like this in the UK. So I always thought this conservatorship thing was just about Britney's money and having mm. access to her money and making big financial decisions. But um, people who've been getting into it tell me she's not allowed to have a phone, she's not allowed to even leave her house to go to the shop. It feels like it's a lot more extreme, because I don't think, even if you're really quite far gone in this country, I don't think those rights ever get taken away. I think you can get sectioned if you're a real harm to yourself. But I think mm. you're, you're, you're never denied, like, being able to go to the fucking shop. Um, and we know she loves a Starbucks, so that is a big punishment for our Britney. And also, how is she supposed to go down, uh, go down and get milk and cheese during lockdown? I know, she's been wasting away, hasn't she? We've seen on Instagram. <laughs> she has been wasting away, and she couldn't do a half an hour walk around the block either. Obviously, you can't really in the Hollywood Hills. But yeah, you know. she just drives instead with a baby on her lap. And then she can't even do that. But <laughs> um, she doesn't have a baby anymore. <laughs> no, she'll just pick up someone else's. Now, we've actually met, met Britney, haven't we? We, we have. authority on this. <laughs> yes, because, um, so, um, so, so when this goes out, I'm going to um, put out a picture that I showed both of you earlier um, of me with Britney. And you were there at the same event. It was, I think it was for, was that for one of our perfumes? I think it was a really weird event. I think she just came just to meet the British press and she was put in a room and it was, we all waited there and then it was almost like a, a dinosaur had been brought into the room. So everyone turned and looked, but nothing, she didn't do anything, she didn't say anything. She just kind of, we all got her for a while. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then a, select, a select few members of the press, which included you, uh, queued up for a quick selfie. 
<laughs> Actually, it's the first time I've ever queued up for a picture um, because, I mean, I just refused to queue for a picture with somebody else. But um, it was super weird because they said, uh, like, whatever you do, don't touch Britney. So you um, motorboated her straight away. <laughs> straight away, riding her dogs. Um, <laughs> so, but she, uh, riding, <laughs> riding her Britney bits. Um, but she, um, <laughs> like, if, in the picture, you can see that her hands are literally right by her side. She did not want to touch me. But I think I did give her a hug. Um, and she sort of was, like, hugging a bit of our wood. But, um, she, you know, she was, quite, she, was quite, she was quite pleasant. But just, like, I just just got the feeling that she was just going through the motions because she had to for, for all the money that she was making for everybody else around her rather than actually for herself. Oh, she's met one gushing queen. She's met them all. So, I mean, oh, another day at the office. But I didn't yeah. get to be in the selfie queue. But I broke free and got up to her. And I said, um, very originally, I said, Brittany, I love you. And then, quite creepily, I put her <laughs> to my mouth and blew her a kiss. And she... Recoils. Um, <laughs> she pulled a face that... Um, it was... It was very creeped out and very... It was a similar um, face that she pulled, if you look online, to when Fifth Harmony got through on the X Factor US. Look of pure disgust and like, yeah. Do you know, I have, I have two, two tales about celebs when, I, when I've done that. I once was the, um, at the premiere of um, The Iron Lady with Meryl Streep, yeah, and I fucking love Meryl Streep, and the film was really good. And uh, we were at the party, she was there, and... I really wanted to, I mean, because it was the time when, you know, we were both, like, going to these shows and to and get a few lines off people. And well, she, you and Meryl? Uh, well, yeah, me and Meryl. We'd, we'd, always, we'd always do the circuit. She was um, shifting for the Daily Star at the time. <laughs> she was between roles. Me and the street stuff. But um, so, she walked, so she walked past me, and I really wanted to talk to her. And as she walked past, I went to grab her arm, like, physically grab her. And then, oh I, and, and I stopped myself, like, within, like, an inch, and I was like, what am I doing? Because that was, that could have been, like, some sort of assault. So, I, so I, I didn't, I let her go, and I didn't manage to speak to her. In fact, Jason Gardner was there, and he, um, and he shrieked something at her, and she was like, Rrr, like, pretending they were friends or something, and I was mm-hmm. like, if you're a twat. But then, um, the, the, other, the, other time, the, the other time was at the festival when, um, Drew Barrymore was there with um, Justin Long. She was going with Justin Long at the time. And it was um, a week after, if anybody listens to the podcast regularly, um, that I'd got into that fight and I'd been beaten up. So I had huge, so I had like a massive black eye on both eyes. So I had these enormous sunglasses on, right? And, um, and so I stepped in front of her because I, I wanted to speak to her. And my ploy was I was going to raise my sunglasses to see my two black eyes and be like, I don't know what happened. And I'd be like, oh, it's gay bash Drew. And we'd become best friends. But um, <laughs> so I, I lifted my glasses and she went, ah! And I was literally trying to run away. Because obviously I looked like some sort of beaten up freak. So she, she probably speak. thought you were the scream mask. She was getting 90s flashbacks. <laughs> oh, no. oh, so none of those situations worked out very well, didn't it? Oh, chicken. That's a whole month for you, beating a <laughs> Drew Barrymore runs away from you. And, and like, oh, yeah. she's been in some sticky situations over the years. So. She has. She has. And that was one of her stickiest. Just I like her father, Michael Barrymore. They've both been... <laughs> I shouldn't have flung that shit after her, really. Make it more <laughs> sticky for her. <laughs> Dingleberry Barrymore. Um, <laughs> so where do you stand on, uh, given your previous friendship with Britney and my previous friendship with Britney, mm. where do mm. you stand on the free Britney movement? Or do you feel like you don't know enough to, to make a decision? Well, I, I think that she can't be that 
incapacitated to not even be able to use her own phone. I mean, that's ridiculous. She is, I mean, she's got to be knocking 40. And at the end of the fact, is she 40 yet? I reckon she it's like 38, maybe? Which? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. I think I was about 18 when she first came out and she was about 16, so that would make sense. Um, You're giving away too much there, Sam. (laughs) I mean, 18 stone. Um, We might have to edit that out. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, I I mean, obviously obviously she's had problems in the past, but I think she has overcome those. And I think uh, the dad has always seemed like a bit of a nefarious character, so... I'm, I, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the fan side, I have to say. I don't know, because people say that. They say, oh, she seems to have conquered her demons. But it's like, do we not think that because of the conservatorship, the fact that we used to see her with her umbrella, bald, being stretched <laughs> out, and now that she can't leave the house, that doesn't happen. But it doesn't mean if she wasn't allowed out, we won't be straight back to 2007. Well, well, that's the thing. I mean, she is a mother of two, first of all, so she's got to be, you know, relatively capable. Anyway, more than two. No, it's a, I think it's only two. Oh. I'm really bad with celebs and their kids, so I'm going to take just two, two, two from two K-Fed. Two, from, two, two, from, two boys from K-Fed, yeah. And, K, um, very well fed, as, as we now know. <laughs> K, yum, 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 yum. Did you ever um, watch that reality show they had? What was it called? I can't. It was called, um, cra- some, not crazy, it was called Unleashed, or K- Britney and Kevin on... I can't remember, but it was awful. She was like, I find, abs- I find it difficult to watch um, reality shows like that. All right, oh, God, me too. I find it really uncomfortable. I don't want to end up disliking them, so it's just best not to bother. Because we've, um, uh, instead of getting too far into the dark stuff, let's celebrate Britney's lighter moments, and I'm not just talking about her weight. But the reason <laughs> why we struggle to watch stuff like that is because I'm sure you're the same as me, Sam. Growing up, Britney was like kind of a goddess, wasn't she? She was the all-American princess like oh yeah well she was uh, you know she was from the same stable as christina and literally the same stable as christina and um, just timberlake and obviously they were together and like she was she was you know massive pop royalty and um you know she she no wrong from uh, music wise even when uh, even uh, even obviously she didn't write them but she had good, such a good team that even when after she even after they had to pin you know black extensions onto her hair she came out with Gimme more and an amazing album so like i mean even when she was at her worst they smashed out an album which everybody was assumed was going to be horrendous because their life was falling apart, but it was actually amazing. That is such a weird anomaly that Blackout was such a classic. But uh, no, I know. some people say that like the less Britney is involved in their music, the better it is. So really, that was her peak because she had nothing to do with it, and they just went around her. Like she only she only really turned up and goes oh, and then that's about it. If, if even that, because a lot of people say a lot of her voice isn't even on the Blackout songs. Like on, on Peace of Me, it's, you can hear Robin's voice in it. Robin of um, Dancing on My Own Thing. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, she sung on the song. She's talked about it. I mean, I, mean, I think Britney's voice is on it as well, because it's so automated, it's quite easy to... They just use old, old cuts of hers, probably. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what would you say, I know you struggle with these sometimes, Sam, but what would you say your top three Britney songs is? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> some, sort of, some sort of booze and drug adult's mind. So my favourite, my, my favourite Britney is Express Yourself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> mine is no, I Will Always Love You. Yeah. Oh my God, her voice I love that is incomparable. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think my favourite would have to be um, Give Me More I Love, um, Slay yes. For You, Slay For yes. You I Love as well. Yes. And... Um, Mm. You know, just some, I mean, just some of the classics and um, like Femme Fatale is my favourite album actually. 
Oh my god, it might be mine. So I usually say blackout, but when I actually listen to Femme Fatale, it's very underrated. It's so underrated. It's awesome. But the album tracks are awesome as well. Exactly. You can listen to that one from beginning to end. Mm -hmm. And all the way through, it's it's amazing music. And When the World Ends is a fantastic song. Oh yeah, and I love... um, I wanna roll with it. Oh no, that's Oasis. What? <laughs> I love rock and roll. Oasis, Oasis featuring Britney. That's my favorite. Yeah, oh, my favorite What is it called? I wanna roll. I wanna roll downtown with the do do yeah. She's got big fat bass. The big fat bass. Yeah, that sounds good one. In fact, I might have to listen. I might have to, you know. I was going to say, get, a, get that CD out of the cupboard, but uh, I think I may get it on my Spotify. But um, there is just some, some, <laughs> just some really good, there's, a, there's, what is it? There's one on like, I think it's like, like a Ricochet or, or Dynamite or something, and it's... Um, Gasoline. Just, that's it, that's it. I knew yeah. it was fire, and I knew it was ignition related. Uh, <laughs> that's one. That's awesome as well, isn't it? Down and up and down and up and down and up and down. Down and up and down and up and down and up and down. And up and down. It's so comes, comes, comes to the podcast and stay for the impressions. There's hooks, hooks, hooks galore. I'm glad we both love that album. But I, I know. say Blackout is like a, it's almost like a cultural, culturally iconic, just almost like a, a time capsule of that time. Mm. It was really ahead of its mm. time. Really great album tracks like Get Naked, Get Naked, I Get Naked. That one. I love <laughs> Toy Soldier. <laughs> Um, God, it's I thought that was Martika. What's Martika? Oh, Martika. Yeah. Go on the Eminem sample. That's the one, yeah. And she, she does a great track, Martika, because um, Prince wrote her songs. Love's Love Will Be Done, Martika's Kitchen, let's do an episode on her. <laughs> that will be bottom of the barrel. Did Prince write Toy Soldier then? Um, no, I think he wrote the second album. So um, Martika's Kitchen and Love's Love Will Be Done, both amazing. Do you know, I like to go back with divas that I don't know very well and explore their catalogue, and I don't mean that's a euphemism. So I might do that with her, because I only know Toy Soldier, and I only really know it from Eminem. Oh my god, this is a Martika's Kitchen. It is, it's five minutes of pop perfection. What a shit title, Martika's Kitchen. Once you, listen, once you listen to it and see the video, you'll realise why it's called that. Okay, we're deviating from Britney. Right. Sorry, um, Britney, sorry. It's like the Madge episode all over again. <laughs> I mean, the Kanye episode. <laughs> well, that's the thing. We don't need to do a Madonna episode because she crops up in every episode. Can <laughs> yeah. I just add, Britney is another one who cites Madonna as a big influence. So, once well, again, there you go. And sorry, I keep interrupting you. Your top three, I apologise. My top three, also Slave. Um, I have to agree because that was just an iconic sex scene and it holds up well today and the video was so amazing. Her body looking its best, mm-hmm. Pharrell production, just love it. And you know, it was originally meant for Janet Jackson, but she, she wouldn't record it because of the like like slave connotation, even though in the, in the song it's not obviously about slaves, it's about being a slave to the music. But oh, she, she I, it, I, I do sort of agree with that. Yeah, I think like it could have gone wrong i mean even today i think if someone like britney released us a song with slave in the title there'd be more eyebrows raised than back when it well was i mean with blm and everything that's everything that's happened this year i think it would be culturally insensitive oh you made me want a blt then <laughs> jesus <laughs> christ don't make me hungry and then my other two i'm going very obvious apologies but i'm going oops i did it again i said you one more time just Are you taking the face <laughs> Do you think they're too shit? Well, I mean, they just, I mean, they, I mean, they're good. They, they introduced us to Britney, but they're quite basic compared to the rest of it. Oh, I think those songs, to this day, 
the the first like bam bam like just reverberates through my phone. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm just there again. And that was when I remember when the Oops album came out, and I just went into my conservatory, my conservatorship, and, <laughs> and I put it on, and I listened to it all the way through, and learned all my dance routines and everything. And I was just the happiest, gayest little boy. Oh, wait, how old were you then? I was 25. No, I was. <laughs> I think I was like. Would I have been 11? Does that add up? No, a bit older, I think. 13, 14? Yeah, I would say so. Because I remember when, I don't know if you had this experience, but when Britney Baby One More Time came out, it was all over the radio at first, before we saw who Britney was. And I imagine this sex vixen with dark hair and, like, uh, like dominatrix leather mm. song. And then we saw the video and it was a schoolgirl and it was such a gag at the time. <laughs> well, that's why, but everybody also thought it was a bit, a bit seedy and, you know, why, why are you hitting a schoolgirl? I mean, like, <laughs> it is all a bit dodge. It was a bit catering to paedophiles. And speaking of that, um, should we go to the moon? Yes! <laughs> oh, I missed that. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> We're not singing it now, but there will be some singing soon. Uh, Moon, would you like to tell us your favourite Britney cuts? Yeah. Hi, guys. <laughs> um, Hi. Hi. Um, I, yeah, I've got a few I like. Um, I like um, Sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes I run. Sometimes, sometimes I run. That was a bit drivel, but carry on. Uh, that was going to be my hunting one, so I'm going to have to change oh, it. Oh, no. Oh, I, thought, I, I thought we wouldn't mention it all episode. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I like um, that one from the Crossroads film. I'm not a girl, not yet a woman. Oh, my God, you're the straight man on the podcast and you pick I'm not a girl, not yet a woman, and sometimes. Those are, like, the gayest choices you could pick. <laughs> what, what, is your third one going to be, she's so lucky, she's a star, and just go full on homo? Um, oh. they're, they're both good choices, though, although Crossroads is a terrible film. She had a few good songs from it, I must admit. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably go crazy for my third. Oh, yes, that's a classic I as like well. I like the video. <laughs> and can, can I just take a moment to give a little bit of sign to Overprotected that I think sometimes gets overlooked, and that is a very good song, very good video. Oh, I've got, I've got a song as well, actually. Um, anticipating, that is a fucking tune. Oh, from the third album, Britney. I've been anticipating. Yeah, <laughs> that was, again, again well, I, know, I know I meant to spend um, when we did the Carly episode, but that album, the album Britney, came out around about the same time as Fever, so I was in Australia, so that was my other Australia, Australia album, so that's, <laughs> why, that's why I like it. That was a good year for Sam Doolers, it really was. It was a good year for Sam Doolers, But let's see if you have a good run now, Sam, because it's time to play... So it's going to be sometimes, but we're changing it, okay? Yeah. Can you get this? Mm. <laughs> I was able to make it happen. Is that the first one you've got? Oh, no, I think I last, last week. week. Yeah, the first last week. <laughs> what was last week, Kylie, on a night like this? Was it? Oh, no, I, did, I didn't get that one. That wasn't me. Uh, that was me. I got, got that there. two weeks ago, yeah. <laughs> yeah what did we I, do I, last week? I can't remember what we're doing. 
Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> oh, we did a birthday one. Oh, you got the um, 50 yeah. cent in the club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm getting used to adult at home. <laughs> I can't remember our own birthday. How about mine? You're making me hum. <laughs> You're a humdinger. I'm <laughs> <Hum> swinger. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, apologies, guys, if the audio is not up to our usual quality. We're having a few problems with Zoom, but they're going to be fixed very soon. And we're going to be getting back in the studio as long as we're not going back into lockdown, which I'm very worried about. How are you guys holding up with what's everything's crazy? Um, I think, I mean, well, it's like we were saying. Um, so uh, we said last week how mine and Ed's birthdays are coming up. Yeah. First, first, we wanted to do something together, and that wasn't possible. I mean, I'll keep making, I mean, the thing is, it's like every time you make a plan, it's like that plan gets cancelled. So, I mean, and then, it, and then it gets reinstated or then cancelled again. So it's almost like it's not worth making any plans until the last minute. Do you know what I mean? So That's I how I feel. It's yeah. worth having plans and then having them cancelled than not having plans at all. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we are going for a drag brunch at the Los Alambras. We're meant to be if, if it holds out, aren't we? So hopefully that'll happen. Fingers crossed, all I can say. <laughs> and lockdown and all lockdown, we'll be back next week with Watch This Space. It's a surprise. <laughs> anyway, we don't know. <laughs> we're playing let's, see, let's, see, let's see if anyone dies over the weekend and we'll, and we'll sort out from there. Fingers crossed, Mariah dead. <laughs> We can do a Mariah special. <laughs> oh my god, you're the worst. <laughs> Thank you. But thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you soon. Thanks. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.